Welcome to Scumcast. Welcome back to part three. Well, this time part three. Tyler has a very important topic to discuss. Does it involve clubbing baby seals? Uh, No. (coughs) It can. Damn it. All right, end the podcast. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for watching. Get out of my house. There is something that we have been discussing for many, almost to this point, many years. It's years. It's been years. We've been discussing. Between you both? Between the two of us and uh, certain people that we consider in our close group. All right. We've asked them this one question that I think is not, I think is is very important to have as a musician. So you're going to ask us this question. I'm going to ask you guys this question, and okay. I want a different answer. I want an answer from each of you. Okay. Dependent on your position, if you can. If you can save, you know, each of your things without being, you know, influenced by the other person. Okay. The guest gets to pick who goes first. Okay. Perfect. So who you I know gonna who I'm going to ask. I want to ask Eddie first. Oh, you want? Okay, so get Eddie on here. Just real quick. I think Eddie has a really good answer because I think we see eye to eye on a lot of things. All right. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm curious. What's the question? The question is what is heavy? Hmm. Oh. That is, <laughs> oh, that is a good question. Um, in my opinion, okay, so I could go two ways with this, which I'll say both. Okay. Heavy, meaning, uh, the actual construction of the song itself. So what I mean by that is you could have a very soft song, but a heavy topic which would make the song a heavy song because you'll feel the emotions heavy. So, for example, you could have a band, something like I Prevail, something very soft, uh, and they have a song DOA, which is Dead on Arrival. Uh, It's a very heavy song. You feel the emotion, especially being somebody dark-skinned. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. So that song, I would say, is a heavy song. Or I could go the other way and say, you know, heavy in my mind because of what I listen to. Uh, it could be anything in the metal realm. Because, and what I mean by metal is um, anything that's not exactly um, rock. So nothing you'd hear on like daytime 98 KUPD. More so like, you know, the nighttime shows. It could be. I, I see metalcore as heavy at times. I see deathcore as heavy. I see death metal as heavy. I see black metal as heavy. So what I I don't think a certain part of it, like I don't think vocals or drums or guitar, I don't think it's an instrument. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's the overall song itself, the genre itself. So it could be the emotions. It could be the genre. So I think metal as a whole is a heavy genre. Uh, but also the other side of it could be emotional songs. You feel heavy. So do you think that it that music gets a pass that it's heavy because it's metal, or does it mm. does it depend on the band itself to be heavy? I don't know about a pass. Yeah, so, I'm not <clears throat> sure if I'd call it a pass. So I would I would ask say like comparison, right? Say this band is heavier than this band. Why? Say, okay. Say for example, okay. like Lamb of God is heavier than Alcest. Why? Then okay. who? Alcest. Alcest. We're talking about them. So, the Black Gaze, man. Okay. 
that I could say the same the same argument to that is it depends on what you're asking because the lyrical content of Alcest and the emotions behind their songs are very heavy. Uh, and you know, I've been a fan of Alcest since forever. So in that case, it would be, you know, I see their content as heavier than Lamb of God, but the, the music, heavy, yeah, right? emotional heavy, but so let me throw you a curveball. Yeah. With that yeah. being said, mm-hmm. is the song alive by Pearl Jam heavy? Hmm. That is, that is a curveball. Um, I don't listen to that band. Get you out. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl my Jam, own house? Pearl Jam <laughs> is, a, is a band that you must listen to. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. But, uh, I'm sure I've heard the band. I just um, can't name a song. I don't like a lot of old shit. That's, is that song not heavy? That's my, my reasoning for this kind of questioning is because I don't think that bands that are heavy or the bands that are labeled as metal or rock or whatever, mm-hmm. they can't just, they're not heavy because you're playing fast or like any other sort of like specific thing. Like it's Ooh. kind of oh, the overarching, like you were saying, like emotion of the song. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, that's, that's my perspective personally. But mm-hmm. there is a certain musicality though to being heavy and what yeah. makes stuff heavy. Right. Yeah. Like I said, say Lamb of God versus Alcest or versus Pearl Jam. Yeah, exactly. So in that case, I, I guess that would, my answer to that song would be, I feel that it is a heavy song because of the emotion. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it also depends on the person asking the question on what they're meaning by it. So if it, it kind of, that kind of is the defining line between it. Cause you can't just say like, Oh, is this song heavy? Well, what do you mean by heavy? Right. So if, if your meaning is it heavy to me, well, my opinion is going to be different than yours. So do I feel emotion in this song? Do I feel it heavy? Then yeah, this song is going to be heavy to me. For sure. Uh, if you're talking about musicality, then yeah, Lamb of God is heavier than Alcest. And the reason why uh, I would say that is because of the musicality of it. You know, the, but what makes it heavier? Um, like, if you could pinpoint, say, this makes Lamb of God heavier than Alcest. Because, I mean, they're playing what? Guitar, bass, drum, vocal mm-hmm. in both bands. What's the A-B difference here? They're identical in most ways, yeah. just musicality. Um, this might be a very weird way of putting it, but it's kind of like heavy. I wouldn't, I don't know, because it's not really my opinion to put it this way either. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, like, could you see, could you see people in the pit at an Alsace show? Probably not. At a Lamb of God show? Yeah. So I, but in my opinion, that doesn't really define it being heavy because my opinion is the emotion thing and that the emotion thing kind of plays a lot more than the musicality in my mind. So if somebody were to ask me like, yo, is this band heavy? I'll be like, well, to me, yeah, because you know, the music is heavy. It's emotional. So, um, so yeah, that is kind of hard to say, uh, when it comes to that question. So you're probably not gonna like my answer. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's why I'm asking. Hell yeah. So like, basically, what I'm trying to get at is like, what makes you tick? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you when you write a song, I'm the complete opposite of like I want to play the most technical, fast, like brrr, like I don't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. If it makes sense to me emotionally, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? And that exactly. will dictate to me whether or not it's heavy. Mm-hmm. And so. I'm exactly the same way. And it also, I'll segue a little bit um, real quick. I don't want to take time away from their answers, but uh, I listen Fuck to you. everything. So, like, I listen to everything except for country. Um, so I listen to rap. I listen to pop. Like, I can go from listening to a Katy Perry song to listening to Cannibal Corpse. Exactly. And yeah. so that's why I ha- I get that ideology of, you know, a song can be heavy without it being, you know, metal. Because there's times where I'm chilling with a friend or something and I show him a song. Like, let's say last week I showed my friend Ronnie a song uh, by MGK. It's an older song. Well, not really old. It was when Chester passed away. Mm. And he, he name dropped Chester in it. And it's heavy to me. Like, I felt it emotionally. So when I told him about the song, I'm like, yo, this is a heavy song. So, like, in my mind, the emotional part of it weighs more than the musicality. So, oh yeah, that's right. a good ass answer. I think G- I think Jacob should go next. Okay, let's hear Jacob. Let's hear what Jacob has to say. What I'm gonna heavy? save mine for last because I don't think anyone's gonna like my answer. <laughs> what is heavy <laughs> to Jacob? So I mean, oh, please tell us, Jacob. I want to know. I mean, I I kind of agree with Eddie with that because it all depends on the person. Because like, I mean, if you fucking act, ask a a, a you know a standard dad that goes to disturbed concerts like he's he's gonna say oh yeah that's that's the true metal right there yeah you know but <laughs> I mean it, it kind of does go into like oh what are the lyrics on or are you going by the music kind of mm-hmm. thing well, what if yeah, you don't not, know the lyrics though? it's Why? not like a so the, the, like the question isn't really like a factual it's mm-hmm. more of just me like asking what do you what's it what's in your opinion heavy if you want to ask me more on a personal side i think if you were to ask like us as forsaken scum releasing all of our stuff the most heavy thing in my opinion that i wrote for this band is probably the pop punk song that i wrote i don't know man forced emotions because it's basically about how you shouldn't be in a relationship with someone that's going to just control you and change your personality. And it's basically just calling you an idiot. If you're going to stay in a relationship where you're changing your personality for this person, like our other stories on forsaken scum, forsaken scum itself is basically about, it's like goosebumps. It's Mm -hmm. like different horror stories or different stories about anything. Yeah. Like freedom of fantasy is about dystopian is about dystopian, um, future. You read that book, 1984, or know anything about it? Yeah. It's yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like that, yep. yep. So, Big Brother, yep. Yeah. Step Right Up, for example, Killer Carnival, The House of a Thousand Corpses, Ominous Presence, basically is about a monster on a mountain, if I remember correctly. I'm not I'm not the lyricist. I don't know. Remember. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if you were to ask, like, like, instrumentally, what's the most heavy, I would say ominous. Yeah. But, I mean, the overall heaviest song, I think that is out right now by us is I don't know man's forsaken scum or yeah I don't know man's forced emotions Jesus I'm gonna ask you what Gavin asked me so in that case why would you say in musicality terms why would you say that ominous is our heaviest what to you makes that heavy versus our other song yeah it's basically people describe like if you're gonna go by the trend and stuff I'm going by like the trend of what people say heavy is and it's mainly if you were to ask people what is heavy and stuff they're gonna bring up all these deathcore bands because of these breakdowns Mm -hmm. and it's like okay yeah it's just but I think that's more of the reason why and I know that's gonna be his answer because because but I think that's not what's actually heavy the reason why people go real hard with that is it's because it's easy to groove to. Super easy to groove to. Why? You, what's going on with that? 
He said the word. You said he the said word. He said the fucking word. Is that, is that a good thing or a bad thing? He said That's the word. a good ass thing. Well, okay. So it's, e- go- it's easy to groove to. I'm Why gonna- do people listen to radio played music? It's easy to dance to. Why do people like deathcore out of all the metal things? It's easy to mosh to. It's easy to listen to because it's just the guitarist hitting one fucking string the whole goddamn song. So. I can expand on that. But the drummer, yeah, the drummer expresses himself a little bit more during deathcore. Does it get the booties shaken? It gets the booties shaken, of course. Absolutely. It's easy it's it's easier to listen to for most people. It's easier for people to get into metal by listening to deathcore and metalcore because it's something that they can relate to. Metalcore is like the like the metal pop punk. Mhm. Uh deathcore is like the groovy metal, you know? It's like it's it's super easy for people to get into it and I'm not against it. I don't personally like it, but I'm also not against it because it helps people get into metal. Oh really? You've been shitting on my genre like eight times since you've been sat down. Yeah, I'll shit on it. I'll shit on it all the, all day long because I just I personally don't have an interest in it. But I understand. I know where you sleep. <laughs> well, no shit. I sleep you beneath you. <laughs> That's not the but, point here. You can fart and I'll hear you. But yeah, if you were to like go by Actually, lyrics no, and I stuff. Can't. But if you're going to go by lyrics and stuff with our heaviest stuff, I think forced emotions is the most heavy thing because I wrote that basically kind of buzzed like going off of my previous my not my previous relationship but my first relationship that i mainly got into where i changed my personality for this person and left my friends and stuff for this person and <clears throat> jesus and now i go by he, basically he's heavy. He's heavy. He's yeah, exactly. i'm shutting the tear right now throat. boys no but uh i it it was basically written to base to point out to and I know most people probably don't actually go far into it and you know when you try to explain something to someone with a relationship they don't believe you they don't right. fucking care they're in their own little world like I was but it's like once you're described you got this description from a spectator side of like this person seeing you being controlled by this person it's like it's heavy once you realize it and you notice like oh shit this I wasted this amount of time with this person because I abandoned my friends, the people that actually do care about me, and I abandoned everything else. But yeah, and, and the, basically the overall the song is just basically calling you f- fucking stupid if you're gonna stay in this and when you can be progressing in your own life and doing other things. So yeah, there's different categories of heavy. No, Corey, I don't think deathcore is heavy. <coughs> I said it. Mic drop. Uh, Go ahead, Corey. You drop that condenser, mic, I kill you. <laughs> I think that's a no, pretty I good won't. answer. I'll, I'll say Eddie might. I'll say yes. Well, my one counter kind of not argument, but my, a follow up question is: Do you sacrifice what you want to write in the sake of accessibility? In forsaken scum, as far as I know, we have not. No, not because I have different categories for each of my side side projects mm-hmm. and for Forsaken. Forsaken Scum I write basically as a as a myth story. Like it, it's a it's a story about It's all a tale. It's just a, it's a fairy tale. It's a, yeah. it's a it's a tale. It's a, like I said, it's goosebumps. That's what Forsaken Scum is. Yeah, because uh, like if, like in Forsake like in Step Right Up for example, right? Killer Carnival. If an actual killer carnival exists, they'd be all over the fucking news and there'd be fucking riots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Intoxication Corporation, my thrash project, is basically going to be about, you know, how like normal thrash bands sing about like anti-corporation and stuff because I actually do feel that way against it. I feel it's fucking stupid and I feel 
these people that own these corporations and stuff are absolute assholes and stuff. So yeah, it's anti-corporation themed. In Yet a way. you work for a failing corporation. <laughs> Absolutely, I work for a failing corporation. He's got to get that but, bag. Yeah, I gotta get. I got to get the money though to to provide for myself to make these anti-corporation songs. Though, right? Exactly. You can you can exploit them. Yeah, and, you're and, exploiting and, them. And basically, awesome. I don't so corporate know. Corporate funded anti-corporation movements. Fuck I'm the, yeah, dude. Basically, <laughs> I'm the real winner here. I'm using their money to provide. Exactly. <laughs> but are you the real winner though? Because you're basically using corporate money in order to fund your anti-corporate projects. Yes. Absolutely. He's like, "Fuck capitalism," but please keep giving me a paycheck. Yeah. Until I can make my own. They're like, Hypocrite. hey, we're going to give you this money. You can live and stuff. And then little do they know I'm actually going off doing this shit. He's over here but, buying, I mean, you know, buying fucking $2 chicken breasts and yeah, eating I that mean, we'll, and then investing the rest of it in making music. By no means this is going to stop any corporation. They're always going to continue and they're always going to continue oh, yeah. to grow. But it's just basically exploiting them and, and as someone that works under it, just showing the true power and basically saying, stand up for your right. Don't let these people think that you need to work overtime for them. All that kind of shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Don't let them think that you have to do these things because you're part of the family when you're really not. Oh, my God. I fucking hate Yeah, that. they do that all the sh all the time. They're like, dude, dude even local us. And I'm like, no, I'm going with own life. I don't know, dude, you shit. Dude, that whole we are family gimmick, that whole thing, that and that's up and down the fucking ladder. Yeah, like, that's... Local businesses to fucking, into fucking corporations. It's mainly the corporations. They make, they it's make so you... It's so toxic. It's the corporations yeah. who started it, but... It's, it's because, a huge toxic relationship. Yeah, but the problem is, is that now it's seeped like a fucking virus. Basically, it's a, it's a spread, and now, like I said, local businesses use that whole fucking gimmick, especially mm. restaurants. Yeah, yeah. So basically, that's what that's about. I don't know, man's about feelings and all these things exploiting. Like, hey, you don't actually have to be in these relationships. You don't have to feel like you have to love this person when you don't actually. And then, like, uh, little bitch up, that's just a shit post. Sure. So, <laughs> I respect that a, it. That is a, you are a human shit post, yeah, my friend. That's <laughs> a shit post. I like that. Yeah. Pretty All decent right. answer. Corey, let's hear it. Let's All hear right. The hot take. He's been holding it in. I'll be back. Okay. Tone tuning production. Tone tuning production. So he you, actually believes this, my, my guys. So you, so you classify heavy as instrumentation. So I so I do not share the same emotional connection to lyrics like everyone else does. I am purely an instrumentalist. I focus on the instruments. I don't Real quick, I didn't either until I started writing lyrics, but go ahead. Okay, how is this re relevant to me though? Oh, I'm just saying like I was the same way. Like I was always about I would listen to instrumentals. I would just only listen to music. Even with Blink-182, I only cared about the sound and how the vocals sounded. I never paid attention to the lyrics. Well, the difference is between you and my, you and me, my friend, is that basically you're also a vocalist. I am not. Well, and I will I never am. be, and I will never claim to be. But I never I was never before. Well, true, but you. But once again, you're now in that realm, right? And so, therefore, you have that understanding. I guess that's what I'm saying I'm is like, yeah. Once you get into that thing and you start writing, and you're like, oh shit, these actually mean something. I will. I I don't ever see myself. Well, doing that's anything fine. Like that. So music speaks for itself as well. That's why there's this is also very. This is also very very true. I'm pretty much in the exact same camp as Corey. Everything you're talking about is pretty much going to be speaking for me as well. All right, cool. So, so apparently, I'm also speaking for Gavin. <laughs> well, yep. You're yeah. speaking for half of me because I believe music speaks for itself as well. True. So, in which case, it's tuning, tone, and production, mainly more so on tone and production. Um, 
especially when I explore the like the heavier elements of like metalcore and deathcore and everything. That that's when tuning started having a factor into it. Like now, like I always give him shit because he's still playing on a six, and I came from bands playing on eight and drop E and lower. Right. So in which case, so for me, tuning is he, tuning is definitely big. I personally, when I when I write my own guitar, which I do on VSTs, just to clarify, I'm not an actual guitarist. Uh, don't at me. I just demo it. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, so but everything I've ever been writing as of recent hasn't been in double drop C for some reason. All double drop C. Jesus. I love that tuning. I don't know why. It's so it's really just I like the fullness of like and once again it also comes into production. He likes having two bases. Yeah, pretty much. It's not right. Yeah. Or three bases, right? You're going to have to show me a song that has drop, double drop C in it cuz I don't I, even I know what you're one. talking about. I have actually it, wrote it written just like three. Like a base. Okay, so like Darko. So yeah, basically yeah, pretty, okay, so basically close. any okay. Darko song. Okay, pretty close to that. But anyway, yeah, so for so basically for me if it's heavy, it's the tone of how the course the tone is shaped and basically I don't really know how to describe how to describe that really. Um I don't know, like the raw aggressive, well, not even really raw, but like aggressiveness of like, say like, you guys listen to Body Snatcher at all? Not really. I don't uh, think I've, I can't what's name a good a song. Traders? Hmm. The band Traders? Yes. No, oh, is it a song? I feel like band? I've heard of the band, but no. I haven't heard of the band. I okay, I'll show, you, I'll show you guys later. But basically with those bands, they're like really slow, all in eight string, droppy or lower. And basically, with those bands, they kind of have like a more gentier. They they basically what they did was that they kind of took more of like the gent element, the just the raw gent, and not made it like a like a polyrhythm. But they made me, but they made it groovy. They made it groovy, and a lot slower with that. A lot of it, and so in which case, you know, everything's like a little bit simplified, but it's still really heavy. But because they also had include a lot of production, which means they put a fuck ton of compression. They put a lot more reverb in certain places. Like, especially like if the guitar doesn't fill, if it like, basically if it does not fill up my ears in my headphones, that's not heavy to me. If it doesn't kick me in the ear, it doesn't, is not heavy. Mm. And if I'm, and if I don't feel like basically <laughs> wanting to punch the ever living fuck out of this dude, every time I listen to a song, I don't want to listen to it. That's not heavy to me. And it's not stimulating. He means me. if the drums overpower the guitar, because that's what deathcore is. <laughs> so, so some mixes, yes. Others, I, no. I completely agree about deathcore, honestly. I think the drums are way overpowered in deathcore songs. Both of you get but the that's fuck where out of they shine. <laughs> no, but that's where they shine, though. You even said it. That's where they shine, is the drummer like can express themselves more in a groovy way. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's totally fine. That's the genre. Me, as a guitarist... I get bored of it because all I hear is dun, dun, dun. And I'm like, dude, a fucking three-year-old can play that. Fair enough. But then Dumb it's also riffs, like, right? okay. <laughs> but then it's like also like, okay, for example, like, okay, stupid example, but it also resonates with the old heads. Metallica, right? Sure. So Metallica's drumming is extremely simple. Yeah, but it's right. fucking awesome. Debatable. Why? Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> because it's groovy. It fits the song. It's thrash groovy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but in which case, but on a guitar end of things, unless you're playing like a really popular song, like a lot of their stuff, especially their solos, are are pretty decently hard. Am I correct? Yeah, I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. So in which case, it's not annoying. Yeah. 
Well, you're also way more of a technical guitarist, so uh, so that's that. So that's kind of a, so that answer is going to vary. I understood that. Yeah, disclaimer: I'm not a huge fan of like crazy solos and thrash music. It sounds all the same in to me. Well, like true, guitar. but the ability in order to play it, yeah, is definitely te- is a technical. lot harder. Yeah, that's yeah, that's okay. So that's what I that that was the answer I asked for. Right. Was asked for. Thank you. So, so once again, for me, like I said, it's because it, I don't have that connection of lyrics unless i'm like listening to spite where it's just overly fucking obvious where you're in a psychotic rage fantastic but if it's not blatantly obvious in the lyrics or or let me phrase that in the vocals um really the instrumentation its tone its production and its tuning to an extent um is what dictates heavy for me okay because like Going from like listening to like heavier bands now, like Body Snatcher or Darko, for example, right? Mm-hmm. But then you go listen to like Job for a Cowboy in like 08. Complete night and day difference. Once again, that's actually like I guarantee that if you took that, if you took the raw files of 08, Doom, right? Yeah. And you took that and applied that to having the drummer of a mirror. Uh, mixing the shit out of it, the basically the way that he would for Darko, night and day difference still. So once again, production plays a very heavy uh, portion into it. And then, like I said, tuning to an extent. So with the tone and the tuning, have you ever listened to Sun? Yes. Would you say that's heavy? Yes, yes but it is way too slow for me. <laughs> so it's not groovy? It's not groovy. So is it heavy? So yeah, so, okay, so okay, so I see where you're going. Yes, so technically, yes, it would be heavy, but I personally don't vibe with it. So it's not heavy. It to sounds you. heavy. It, like it's like it sounds heavy by all means. So you think That's it's heavy. more of a one or zero? It either is or isn't. Whereas some other person could be like, it's heavy to me. You know what I mean? Well, that I mean, well, this is what I think. You know what I think is heavy. I don't think it's an overall. And there's, well, there's but you don't like it, is what I'm trying to say. It's like like you wouldn't listen to Sun because you don't like it, but you admit that it's heavy. So as a person who is a, both a drummer and a person with ADHD, I thrive on overstimulation, and I get that from mainly from listening to metal. Right. And so with that being said, like, I can't. But for some reason, what I noticed over the years, as I've listened to music more so and more so, I don't know why I said it like that. That was weird. <laughs> uh, like just more and more and more, basically. Um, I started going from like listening to things that were more like up and down the scale, up and down the octaves, right, to more of everything being on the low end, or at least 60, sometimes 90% of it being on the low end. Mm-hmm. For example, like, um, well, I mean, for fuck's sake, Darko. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I'm just using that since you guys know what I'm t- know that. Yeah. Familiar. So like, so like bands like Darko, like that. Like I, I personally vibe more with the low end of things, lower tunings, more bass. Hell, I mean, I can't stand rap beats that have no 808s in it. Yeah, I think rap without 808s is kind of cringe. That's just me though. Yeah. Yeah, and which is a lot of older stuff. In which case, and because I do have this opinion, and because I feel this way, that's why I don't listen to bands like 
Pearl Jam. I don't listen to Megadeth. I don't listen to like older music like that because the production's weaker. Maybe the production's very very weak on it. And on top of that, there's it doesn't sound like there's any low end. It sounds frankly it's all high registry, almost clipping sometimes. Right. So for and because I was also a production student, that it it kind of seals my opinion in that more so. See, I I know what you're saying. I've had this conversation with you too. And it's like yes, we've had this I conversation. I feel like it's not it's times. not fair because they didn't have the technology at the time. You're correct. But You're definitely correct they had a lot of great ideas. Like you guys listened to the band Death. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, definitely. They've, they've ins- Chuck fucking inspired me a lot with like how he changes up so much during his songs and stuff, and still makes it fit. <laughs> and then the dude <laughs> okay, fucking okay. died of like brain cancer <laughs> in 2001, and all these other bands came in to make a fundraiser to try and save him, but it didn't work. Not sorry, but uh, <laughs> wow, okay. you're gonna get, you're gonna get kicked off real fast. No, I no okay. No, for, but I do not support brain cancer. Thank for you. for legal reasons, that was a joke. <laughs> for those of you out there with brain cancer, because I agree with you to a large extent that production is a large factor of the heaviness and emotion. Right. Because the emotion is what I tied to my heavy attribute. Yeah, like take a like you know. I let it in and it took everything by load. Exactly. Right. That's an extremely emotionally heavy song. Right. But not like, only in the lyricism and vocals, the production overall, the tuning, everything about it is heavy. That's irrefutable. Mm-hmm. So I would argue with that. I'm not really arguing. I'm agreeing in the production sense because mm-hmm. I am emotionally stimulated by a lot of EDM. Okay. EDM, it overstimulates to the point where it brings i've i've actually like been brought to like tears by edm before because of really? how emotionally like stimulating it is really for me it doesn't for me it, like it's a lack of intellectual no i'm not saying it's a stupid genre or anything but like, right yeah yeah for me it's not it doesn't tickle my brain that's mm. where edm falls short for me it all that's fair it I've all heard. points to where you, you display it and like how you display it Cause like there's a song that can make me go into tears and like for a lot of people it won't make them go into tears. It's like a '90s song. You guys probably remember it. It was called uh, "Standing Outside a Phone Booth with No Money in My Hand." Standing outside a broken phone booth with no money in my hand by Primitive Mm-mm. Radio Gods. Mm-mm. I never heard it. Never no? even heard of it. No. It was on I've the radio. I've heard this in the 90s. song before. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know who it was. And then when you finally showed it to me, I was just like, "What the fuck? I've heard this on the radio." Yeah, it was on the radio for a while, and that song would always bring me to tears for some reason. And I don't know why, but it's just a really sad song to me. Yeah. But for other people, no. Dude, there are songs. There are songs, in fucking. There are courses in periphery songs that have brought me like close because of just how emotional it feels to me. Really, with the amount of shit that you've talked about periphery. Wait, what? No. Wait, wait. No, that's his favorite band. Oh, that's probably okay. Me my bad. I'm getting someone else confused. That's <laughs> probably, my fault. Probably me. Oh well, there's like. No, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. I only like their instrumental album. Ah, oh, rip. Oh, that's that big sad. Same. Yep. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. There's, there's some of the choruses in their songs are stupid. Like I just love. Don't worry, Tyler. I love Periphery. Thank you. At least one person in my whole life agrees with me about that. Well, they play a fucking twenty string, so Corey likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, their new stuff is six string. They Give play me a in, break. Really? They, they yeah. play in double wow. dropped Q, bro. <laughs> double drop Q. They have songs in fucking G C G E A D. Or uh, D A whatever the fuck. Basically drop C with a bottom string on G. <laughs> but it's all six string nowadays, mostly. Interesting. So it's like what, like two steps lower? No. Higher? 
You said G C G. So, so he C. so it's drop C and then the bottom string is G. C D. C G Fuck, C. And so it's four steps lower. Yeah. Are you talking about? Did you say C G C? I think I I meant to say G C G. G C. So it's like drop G. Yeah. And the rest of the strings string? are in standard. On a six string, yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I like, play in drop B on a drop, on a six string, but like on the song, uh, <laughs> I know for a fact there's a couple of songs, but I know for a fact the song Reptile on their newest album is in drop G on a six string. But well, it's, they've always played in drop G though. Yeah, they love that tuning. It's yeah. But I think it's just the way that they emo- express it, you know, through their soloing because that's where a lot of their like emotional aspect comes for me is the soloing. Because there's three guys, you're getting three different like perspectives in each song for mm-hmm. the most part, and I think that's just super heavy. And so it, it fucking sometimes it brings me to the point where I'm like I'm choking on my fucking throat. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, that's fucking. Yeah, oh, they're they're definitely an interesting please. band. I I just never cared for the vocals, and that turned me off. And that's why I said I love that instrumental album by them. Mm. But, yeah. Ooh, this is we have come to the best part of the podcast. There's a cat in my lap. Oh shit! Nah, nah it's not the best. But that's part, actually but. the the driving. Following on what I said, what I've said for the past like eight episodes of well, for the past like what five episodes of our podcast and now this one, fucking vocals are everything I think about in the song, and that's like the whole reason I like Periphery mostly is the vocalist. Oh okay, yeah, I, <laughs> so I it's funny you say Spencer that. Spencer Sattel is fucking amazing. Yeah, he's godlike. I I fucking dream about singing as well as him. So heavy. Dream about <laughs> his balls. Yeah. And oh. his balls. Bro. Oh, singing as well as him. All I heard was about some singing his balls. I was like, what? Yeah, so yeah. Corey has I, balls on his mind. Right? Exactly. So, so what is Tyler's take on what is heavy? Let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear that. that. I'm, I'm curious now. What I think is heavy? I, oh, it's time. I kind of like, I feel like I covered it a little bit, but to expand. Yeah. It's, for me, yeah, like I said, I've covered it a lot. I don't want to sound like a broken record or anything, but it's like. If if the song could be fucking zeros, right? I don't think that a song is like heavy because it chugs or like you know the walks where they're like jin 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 jin. Like I don't think that's heavy to me because it doesn't evoke emotions. You know what I mean? Like it's sure it's like the power chord chugs. Yeah, yeah. it's like heavy. The dying fetus chugs. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like there's no. I'm not gonna say there's nothing behind it because it does take a guitarist to do that right like i don't want to discredit anyone that plays like that but for me personally since i'm asking it on an emotion like on a personal basis i don't find that inspiring because that's what heavy is to me is inspiring uh-huh. if it inspires me to to feel a way to make my own music a certain way that's what i think is heavy because it'll either so emotionally heavy right that's it, and and it takes a lot for me to be emotionally connected to a song. Like there's a certain there's a certain way that it has to be played so that I'm that I lock into it. Like okay, that's yeah, why no, I, I see what you're saying because anyone can just pick up a fucking eight string and just start chugging away on it, and then all of a sudden Corey will say, "Yeah, that's heavy." Yeah, like, like I don't. I mean, that's just Corey, where we you disagree. You can fucking personally. pick up an eight string right now and start chugging away, and then you think your own creation is heavy. Like I don't, and that's not a bad thing. I don't think. I it's think not it's. Bad. I think it's actually a good thing that everyone has their own opinions of this kind of thing because. And I'm music only three for everyone. paychecks away from doing that. <laughs> Shit, he's going for the Abbasi fucking. There you go. Corey's <coughs> way to heavy is money. Uh, he's fair <laughs> enough. No, but like, like I think songs in fucking drop C. I think drops songs in E standard are heavy. Are you familiar with the band fucking Bill Murray? 
Oh, yeah, you showed me this band. Fucking Bill Murray is, it's a one-man band, and it's the fucking guitarist of Attack Attack from back in the day. He left Attack Attack after, um, after fucking Austin got in the hospital and, like, arrested or whatever the fuck for all his shenanigans. I don't know of his people. I just know the band Attack Was it the Asian dude? No, he was the tall fucking skinny dude. He was always in the purple shirt in the studio video? I think so. Oh, he, it's that dude? Yeah. Oh, th- uh, you didn't tell me that, did you? So, Johnny Frank, that's his name. He's okay. the guitarist and, like, lead the secondary singer, mainly Uncleans, for fucking uh, Attack Attack. He left. Uh, he was the guy with the big-ass fro from the video. He had giant fros. That was him. Now he does his own thing, Bill Murray, where it's, like, emo, fucking, like, post-hard. Actually, it's not post-hardcore. It's, like. Wait, he wasn't a guitarist. He was the bassist. No, he was the guitarist. He was? Yeah. Yeah, dude. And he been like, and so he's the dude who always sang in auto tune all the time. Yes, that's him. Oh, okay, okay. Turns out he can actually sing like a fucking maniac, and now he has a new a new record, Eggy Pocket. But he has like a bunch of other ones before that. But basically, it's like emo rock, where it's it's an E standard or like drop D or whatever, and that shit is some of the heaviest music I've heard <laughs> in the last like ten years, and it's an E standard, and he doesn't he barely does any screaming, like. I if you have a chance to listen to it, please listen to it. It's so good. I fucking put our buddy Gong Son on it, and he doesn't listen to any heavy music, and he fucking loves it. Like that's that's how I know it's got something. You know what I mean? Like it's so influential, and everything I play, like all the riffs I play, are like they're either dumb, simple, or like they fucking make me feel some type of emotion. That's kind of like a spiel in in one you know one go. Okay, and then like and also to kind of touch bit, I'm gonna touch back. Okay, so I lied about the emotional part. They're very, 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 like, a small amount, like, a very, very finite amount of songs where, like, I really feel, like, any sort of emotion. Mm-hmm. I don't know about heavy would be, like, the I wouldn't, like, classify them as heavy, but I understand where you guys are coming from and where, like, okay, you know, you hear, you feel a heavy amount of emotion. So is that, like, is that, like, the classification that we go with? Or let you go with basically. Yeah, that's what I like. I I'm gonna be completely honest. Most heavy metal I don't like. That, that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like thrash metal, not a huge fan. Black metal, not. Oh, a he huge hates f- us then. <laughs> I, wow. And I like. And that's wow. the And that's the fucking disparity that I that is interesting with our relationship is I fucking respect your music and I like it. Because I know you, you know what I mean. Yeah, I wouldn't. Li- I'm. I'm gonna be honest because we're fucking honest with each other. Right. Yeah. I. I wouldn't listen to your music on my own just because of the the genre that it is. You know no, what I mean. That's really fine. And that's I think an important like distinction to make is like, you can res- you can support your friends and what they do, but you might not listen to it. You know, every day. You know what I mean. No, I. No, I see exactly where you're coming from. And honestly, like this is my first thrash band, so like I. I don't know. So it's like this has been this thing is a very very thrash. Jesus. Well, it's okay. So, but its main underline is thrash. Yeah. So like its most... main underline is thrash. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Damn, Eddie missed a good bit of that fucking conversation. That's yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, only like two of our songs are thrashy, but yeah, I but mean, it... like the re- the ones that we've been putting out recently haven't been like complete thrash. Like anything of I'm gonna, I'm gonna broaden my swath here. I think I can confidently say anything above like 170 bpm is too much for me i don't really think, yeah 
Really? I don't okay. think anything above that is accessible to me whatsoever. Okay. That also depends too. Okay, so like, never ever play. Right. So, yeah, that's right? that's also a consideration I mean, like, to have. Like Stranded by Gojira is one eighty six. Yeah. But it could also be ninety eight or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like it depends. Yeah. Like so speed metal and stuff never, like that. I can't technical metal. Like it's too much for me. It depends though because I've I I also listen to a lot of extreme technical death metal bands mm. and like some of them I understand. But I don't want to play that because yeah. I know it's not going to reach the audience. So I try to reach a medium between like something that's fun to listen to, but mm-hmm. also technical at the same time. I respect so that. then in which case that I also kind of further answers the question, do we kind of accommodate for accessibility? Yes, we do. Yeah, but I then, but the thing is, I'm not selling out. I actually enjoy playing that stuff. Well, yeah, so do that's I. That's just smart. I'm that that just makes sense. Like that's what you do. Yeah, right. Life is full of compromises, and that's just one of them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Could I go full hard and just play like a bunch of these technical riffs and sound like brain drill? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, if I really oh, work towards it, I, yeah, if I, I work towards it, yeah, I would. I but love it's that like, band. I do. I just. I, I can't stand them for more than 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, they, it's like, that's not what I want. I want people to, like, jam out to us and have fun. Right. But Like, I, I'm going to, I hear, remember the fucking thing, Rob Brown, fucking, you know what he says about 30-second notes? You can only listen to him for about 30 seconds before that shit gets annoying. And I feel that. He's obviously never listened to Infinite Annihilator then. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> See, I can only withstand it so much of them too like it's fun it's funny yeah it's, no. it's, it's yeah it's like it's there <laughs> yeah like it's the ridiculous like, it's there it's there <laughs> and it's like yeah they did this but i mean we all know they can't do it live but it's it's just fun it's just a fun thing to be like okay i'll show my friend the same thing i i say to eddie too like with arcspire like are you guys know arcspire yes mm, i'm not familiar okay well you know him. yeah but them, i like can showing yeah, but Pru can actually play that shit, though. No, they can. That's not what my point is. I'm saying with me personally, it's like a fun band, and I'll show my friends to it, but it's not something you'll find me listening to on a daily basis. Yeah, it's right. just something like, hey, <laughs> hey, my new friend, listen to this fucking Ridiculous that, shit. Yeah, and he sounds like fucking Tech 9 but with screaming. And it's like, this is cool. On but top I, of that, he likes to make jokes about his guitarist's dead grandma on stage. There you go. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, dude. Oliver's a fucking madman. I love he, the guy. I love his personality. He's a, he's a great fucking person <laughs> yeah. like, to like hear these jokes from and dialogue. <laughs> it's so now that great. Eddie's back, I, I kind of want to just expand on mine just a little bit more. Go for I, it. I, well, it, real quick, well, we, we, did, we, we did have... surpass our half hour. Oh shit, we did. And plus, we still have tie. We still, sorry, we still have Gavin's explanation Fuck. too. Okay, yeah, just real quick. I go ahead. He's you've said this before about Darko, right? You're like, why do you like this and nothing else like this? I don't know. I don't know why I like Darko so, and nothing guys, else like it. Thanks for joining us for this lovely episode of Scumcast. Be sure to stay tuned for our next episode as well as like and subscribe. Don't forget to hit that notification bell if you want to stay up to date with all of our content. Thank you for listening, you scumbags.